1: It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn from savvy, street-smart entrepreneurs how to make the leap from running a stressful business that's always putting out fires to leading a successful company that is innovative, productive, profitable. Now, here's Marsha Zeidel.
2: Welcome to The Business Edge. I'm Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves coach and speaker helping entrepreneurs and business owners create a thriving culture and leadership to build great companies that matter, those that do good and do well. My motto is, if you do what you've always did, you will get what you've always got. Therefore, move outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. So let's start right now to bring some magic to your business and your leadership with a Marsha's Musings.
3: It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth.
2: Do you know great ideas are like apples? To get them, you have to shake the tree and search for the best ones. In times of rapid change and heightened competition... Businesses, in order to not only survive but thrive, must find opportunities to better serve their clients, their customers, their constituents. Here's one simple but powerful strategy I use to help businesses shake the idea tree and think out of the box. It's act like a visitor, not a native. Visitors are natural sightseers who look at things with open eyes and ask many questions. Here's an example of how tapping into your people's brain power increased productivity and profitability of a company I worked with. Twenty-five managers of a skiing resort were divided into six teams once a week for a month Each team would spend half a day in different areas of resort operations. They were told to act like a visitor, not a native. They were to observe everything and ask as many dumb questions as possible about things they didn't understand. For example, why do you arrange supplies in that order? Or why do you put that yellow garnish on a dish? In a follow-up meeting, their observations of operational bottlenecks and missed opportunities led to, uh, to dozens of new ideas. One of these ideas, a change in ticket sale procedures, saved thousands of dollars and led to improved guest services. So here's a smart moves tip. Without the ability to generate good ideas and effectively apply them, Businesses flounder, stagnate, and eventually disappear. The anecdote is innovation constantly growing, developing, and creating new ways of working, serving, and leading. Listeners, would you like to see how Shake the Idea Tree works? How fast people can start working together and get their creative juices flowing and start solving problems? Get my seven points for tapping the brain power of your people. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com, or call 972-380-9181.
3: You're listening to Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability.
2: Today's program is Decoding the Path to Success. Many of us wonder as we wander through our daily business routines these questions Am I going in the right direction? Am I doing the things that matter? Will I achieve success that I want? My guest, Ed Gideon, is a successful business owner and valued advisor to CEOs nationwide who will help us answer those questions. In order to be fully committed to the path we need to seek, he says, each of us seeks our own level of success. To get there, we face challenges in four areas that he wants to decode, motivation, attitudes, productivity, and working smarter. He is also the author of Breakthrough for Success, 19 Examples of Success Achieved by Real People. Well, welcome, Ed. It's a pleasure to have you on the show.
4: Thanks, Marcia. This is great. I I appreciate the opportunity to be with you and your audience.
2: Well, let's just you know start with um, you know the idea and the notion uh, that people are looking for ways to not only be successful, but how to judge their level of success and yep. whether they are going in the right direction. And as I said in my introduction, you have developed something called decoding the path to success. Can you tell us more about it?
4: You bet. Um, You know, we as consultants or coaches or whatever it is we are, mentors, have our own aha moments, just like we try to help clients uh, develop. And over the years, uh, working with business owners and CEOs, Uh, I've had the opportunity, of course, to observe how people do things and what makes them tick. And um, I'd like to say to your audience before we get started, this is not a difficult process. It's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. And it's full of what... A lot of folks uh, sort of derisively refer to as soft skills, and they are. They're very soft skills, but they are also exactly what successful people do, and they do them every day, and they're dogmatic about them, and they teach others how to use them. So think about your team, your friends, your suppliers, and customers when you're listening to this, and how can you help them? Um, And so my word of encouragement to you is take these lessons to heart and use them. Let me give you what the steps are. Would you like for me to cover that now?
2: Sure. Why don't you just quickly go through the steps, and then we're going to follow with, you know, tell us a little more about the history of how you developed it, okay?
4: Well, okay. Um, Let me me just give you, as I said, I kind of had that aha moment because it occurred to me that as I talked to folks, there are, Uh, certain areas that we all have to work on. So here there are seven steps, Mm -hmm. and they're all pretty obvious, and I'll start with them. First one, and there's no particular particular order to this, but the first one I've listed is goals and planning. You've got to be an avid goal setter. The next one is your purpose and your why. We're going to talk more about that today. The Mm -hmm. next one is productivity slash time management. Mm -hmm. The next one is adapting to change. The next one is commitment, Uh and then attitude, and then taking action. And so if you'll visualize literally a path down the. Down the road there with those as your steps you know a lot of times a path will have kind of handrails on it well there are two (laughs) handrails on my path one is storytelling and the other one is heroes in our lives and we won't have a chance to go into those today but they are I I call them handrails because I didn't know what else to put them would already I'd already had the decoding the path (laughs) to success (laughs) so I uh, added those as I uh, came to them but those are the components they are indeed soft skills. I'm unapologetic about that. But as we all know from time to time, we just don't follow these actions like we should.
2: And I know we're going to get into at least three of these, perhaps mm-hmm. four, in our next segment. Um, but, you know, um, you've, you, you, you know, go into the history a bit of how you developed it. And this path to success and how it can help business owners know if they're going in the right direction. Because one of the things that I have seen is that even for myself, I think I'm going down this path. I think it's the right path. And then something happens that gives me a jolt and says, you know, that's not the right path. <laughs> you may have to change it. So, uh, so, you know, as I said, tell a little bit about the history and how even- it can help business owners.
4: You bet. Thanks. Well, and, and let me just uh, take on uh, something you just said, that you go down the path and you make a mistake or you find that you're not on the right path. Is it okay to do that? And the answer is yes. It's okay to make a mistake. That's not the problem. The problem is if you don't adjust or if you quit, that's the okay. problem. And so knowing what Kind of direction we should take is the start. It's a. It's just like anything else. If you're going to drive from point A to point B, most of us will get a map out, or it, or certainly we'll at least use our GPS or something along that line. Though that we know we have to follow to get there, and that's all this is. It's a. It's a. It's a kind of a roadmap. It's, again, something I've observed from uh, the most successful CEOs and business owners out there um, by working with them. And if you do any reading at all, you being the audience, if you do any reading at all, if you uh, look at any kinds of... uh, newsletters that might come come to you you're going to find that these are the components that they stress how to how to keep your level of commitment up which is you know it, was, it becomes not only your commitment but your employees for instance and what's their mm-hmm. motivation uh, productivity and time management i can't tell you how many people as as you know marsha how many people are caught up in that Warp, warp, if you will, because they can't figure out how to get everything done. So it's it's it became very obvious that there were some things that I could uh, point out to folks and help them with to get them down the road. Now, this is not a one-two-three uh, checklist. This uh-huh. is not a step one, step two. I, I call it steps because it's a path, but. Um, yeah, certainly, when, when I take off on an explanation of it, there are things that I like to talk about first. But the truth is, when you wake up today or tomorrow and look at the uh, that the things you've got to do, there isn't one specific um, step on the page. You're not looking specifically at your productivity or your attitude. You're kind of looking at everything. What I encourage. Uh, folks to do is use this just as a chart, as a guideline to help you get back on path. Like you said, sometimes we fail. Sometimes we go down the wrong path. It's not failure. We're just going down the wrong path. So we've got to get back on track. And something like this is a great guideline to help all of us do it because it's, I guess the word would be generic enough, that um, we don't have to have a certain skill level. We don't have to be in a certain industry. It applies to everybody.
2: And I think the key point that I'm getting from this is, yes, these are seven steps, seven topics or seven areas you need to be looking at uh, on your path to success but it would seem to me and I like your your you know your feedback that on certain certain times you may be focusing on one or two of these versus uh, as you say you wake up in the morning and you've you know how do you determine I guess my question is how do you determine which of these you're going to be focusing on that day?
4: Yeah. Well, and that's a great question. And that's going to probably, maybe I'll make that my next book. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I'm I'm not being that flippant about it. But um, the the answer to your question is there isn't a uh, magic, uh, that's the wrong word, but there isn't a specific way for us to say, okay, today, I'm going to do so and so. I will tell you what happens, and i 'll give you an example it 's a personal example for me.' I, uh-huh. there are days when I wake up and I go, "Dad gummit, why am I not having bye bye, bye? why is this I I da?" And you know, boy, this isn't going right. In other words, my attitude is going into this tank
0: uh-huh.
4: and guess how many people there are out there that are going to help me get my attitude right. Exactly nobody. The attitude adjustment is up to me. It's up to us individually. And so I have to have a little attitude talk with Ed. And, you know, maybe that's the first thing I do. There are also, um, especially when it comes to time time management and taking action, there are things that we all have on our to-do list, if you will, that are something that we really don't want to do, you know, call your mother-in-law or, you know, talk to an employee and fire them, that kind of thing. And the the thing that I've found is that I need to do that the very first thing. Get up in the morning, get in there, start working, get to the office, whatever it may be, and get that um, – Brian Tracy called it, eat the big green frog.
2: You know, right. sometimes
4: you just got to do that thing that you really hate and get it out of the way. Once you've done that, once we've done that, the rest of the day seems like you're on vacation. <laughs> and so what I what I encourage people to do is, is let this be a fluid um, map for you. Let it be something that guides you. I do pull it out every now and then and say, "Okay, what do I need to do in terms of what my goals are and my plan to get there? Is uh-huh. my is my dashboard full enough of um, information, activity, reports, so that I know what I'm doing? I've, marketing is a big thing for me. I've got to spend a good bit of time writing and getting information out to people, so." I almost every day do something on that. I have pieces of paper on my desk that my wife wishes I would clean up because my desk is in our house. Um, But I can't (laughs) because they are my reminders of what I've got to do or it might be something I'm working on. So let this be fluid. Let it happen. But here's here's something I want to remind folks of. And this is from our friend Aristotle. And he says that, We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. And whichever one of these steps you begin your day with, or whichever one you maybe haven't worked on in a while, making a discipline of looking at where you're going and how you're going to get there will help you. Stay on track, and it will help you achieve whatever it is you're trying to uh, do in terms of your success.
2: Well, you know what this reminds me of, and I'm I'm summarizing before we take a, a short break, uh-huh. Uh-huh. is that, um, and what is going to help me is that when we wake up in the morning, two two thoughts ahead, uh, we may have a big to-do list which are tasks but we also have to look at the bigger picture of what are we trying to accomplish and yep. what are what do we what do i need to work on today in uh, looking at these uh, seven areas that you are going to be talking about at our our, um, our next segment. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking forward to that and it is time for a short break. I'm Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Ed Gideon, giving insights into decoding the path to success. In the next segment, Ed will will talk at uh, at least of three of those Uh, seven areas that we need to focus on in order to move down the path of success. You're listening to The Business Edge on Voice America's Business Channel. Stay tuned.
3: Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded best of staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1 800 411 6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1 800 411 6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com.
6: Need a speaker for your next event that will engage, educate, and energize? Marsha Seidel, the Smart Moves Coach, will quickly capture your audience's attention with her enthusiasm, her ability to connect with diverse groups, and her real-world success stories. She creates learning experiences that turn on the light bulbs, trigger innovative ideas, and motivate decisive action. The result? Accelerated leadership performance and business profitability. Schedule a keynote, presentation, or webinar now. Go to smartmovescoach.com forward slash speaking. Become our
5: friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash voice America.
1: You're tuned into the business edge with Marsha's Idol.
2: Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moose Coach, helping entrepreneurs and business owners create a thriving culture and leadership to build great companies that matter, those that do good and do well. My guest is Ed Gideon, talking about how to decode the path to success. At the end of the last segment, uh, Ed uh, talked about... um, how he got involved with this and why it is important for us um, to have a path to success. And he also gave the seven steps. And now we're going to um, really do a deep dive into at least three and maybe four of these uh, steps uh, so that you are well grounded in your path to success. So, Ed, I believe uh, the first one you want to talk about is purpose and why. Yes. So why don't you go ahead and tell um, our listeners why, why is purpose and why <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, important?
4: <laughs> okay. It, it's more and more today um, we are looking for ways to uh, find clarity and focus in our decision-making, mm-hmm. uh, how we can reduce stress. Uh, in our lives, in our businesses, and uh, uh, looking for more of a mindfulness, if you will. Um, Purpose and why is uh, what's evolving into answering that that quest. Um, Purpose and why is not, and I'm going to use them interchangeably, but uh, to me, they're the same thing. Purpose is not just an activity where you can follow a few steps. Again, there's not a phone app for it. Uh, it doesn't exist. Purpose is a state of being. It's who mm-hmm. you are. Uh, it's something that can be seen. It manifests in everything you think about in your behavior, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it's very visual. Um, it guides our decision-making and keeps us pointed on the right path. Uh, That's one of the things that I've seen with people is once they've determined their purpose, they stay on task. It's very difficult to get them off of it. Um, And and other people can see it. And that's an important thing. Purpose is what gets you up in the morning and keeps you Uh working hard. It makes Uh you inspired, if you will, more inspired than your paycheck, actually. Uh-huh. And um and, and in fact is not relevant to to money in a large way. Except that once you've defined your purpose, almost invariably your ability to have success is uh magnified. And success usually means uh you know, money or advancement, that sort of thing. But but the listener will define their level of success. So Purpose um, can and, and probably will be the difference between success and failure. Now, there are two people I want uh, the audience make a note here. There are two people I want to refer to, and you ought to write their names down. The first one is Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K. Okay. Uh-huh. Look him up on YouTube. There's an 18-minute video, and I'm a, I'm going to cite him here in a minute. The other one is a guy named Roy, R-O-Y, Spence, S-P-E-N-C-E. He wrote a book called It's Not What You Sell, It's What You Stand For. And Roy was my college roommate, and I taught him everything he knows. Okay, that's a little joke. and But I love you, Remy. And, uh, and he is... Um, very specific about the information that I'm going to give to you here because he won't work with a client. He's an advertising executive in Austin, Texas, and he won't work with a client unless they can define and have defined their purpose and their wants. Right. Right. Let me give you a little background of what Simon Sinek says, and you'll be able to see this in his video, and you'll, mm-hmm. I think you'll understand it very clearly. He's developed what he calls the golden circle, And if you will envision three concentric circles, Uh and here's what he says. The outside circle is what every single person knows what they do. So that's the what we do. He Uh says everybody in every organization knows what they do. The next circle in is how we do it, whether he he calls it the, you know, it's whether we're working on a differentiated value proposition or or USP, but how we do something. He says a few people in the organization know that. But He said the central circle, the one in the very middle, very, very few people or organizations know why they do it. So that's the why we do things. So the outside is what, the middle one is how, and Mm -hmm. the Central is why we do things, and that is what we're talking about. Why we get up in the morning. Why is not making a profit? He said that's a result. That's always a result. (laughs) Why is, ma'am?
2: Well, I, you know, I wanted to um, just add to this, because I want to move on to the next one, uh, because I totally agree with you that the why is what drives us, and I want to give you, uh, and it drives the people in your organization, and um, I, I know of someone who, um, I heard her speak, and she said for um, every new employee doing onboarding, what she uh, has, has them look at is exactly what you're saying, Simon Sinek's um, video on, on uh, why. And then she ties that in to the why of that organization. And this happens to be a restaurant chain. Yeah. And, and so it, th- that is, and, and so she gets the, the purpose is, is to help your employees understand why you're in business and how they contribute to the why. So I'm yep. glad you brought Simon up. Uh Simon Sinek. and now um just because of time and I want to make sure we get to the the other uh uh steps um Another one that's a favorite of mine, and in fact, I'm uh, uh, doing a training on it tomorrow, which is adapt to change, change management. So talk about your perspective and why adapting to change is so important on the success path.
4: You bet. Um, you know, there are a lot of old saws out there about um, uh, there's nothing like, uh, there's nothing as consistent as the change and so on and so forth. And um, we we all are going to be affected by things that are uh, forced on us uh-huh. and we're going to be affected by things that we decide to do. And uh-huh. um, as a business owner uh, or as a senior executive, there are times when we have to um, enforce or initiate a change, and you know there's a little bit of resistance. And so the question is, how do I fight that, or how do I have success getting through that? If you'll envision this formula, I think it'll help you understand what you're struggling with, if you will. And it's this: D is in delta times V is in vector times mm-hmm. F is in Frank is greater than R.
2: Which
4: is uh, for Romeo. So D is dissatisfaction. What what am I? What do I want to change? V is vision. How am I going to do it? What are my goals? And F is are the first steps that I'm going to take. That's the action I'm going to take. All of that has to be greater than the R, which is resistance. Well, there are two components to resistance. One is fear, and one is procrastination. And I think procrastination probably <laughs> kills more things than anything I see with with folks, including myself and and so um, we, we we all know that there are invisible forces at work uh, Sir Isaac Newton in the seventeenth century wrote about the law of motion and the invisible forces, mm-hmm. and there are always invisible forces at work in our business, and we have to. Introduce or enforce change. Um, If we have time, I'm going to give everybody a six step uh, process they can go through to uh, initiate and have a successful uh, change activity in their business. But it's important to understand that you have to be the change agent. And you're going back to our purpose uh, discussion a moment ago. Once you understand your purpose and your why, you will be able to introduce new activities, actions, and ideas into your organization much more, uh, e- much easier, much more easily uh, uh, introduced, and they'll be accepted faster.
2: Right, and um, I think that's that's an interesting uh, point you made. That I believe um, all leaders uh, are change agents, whether they They're... whether they know it or not, and um, and and how they, I think two things which you've said is how did they lead change is one thing. Yes, there are steps to do that, but also to take in consideration that um, there's going to be resistance to change. Yeah, and almost how do you- always. Almost always. And I think uh, someone said people don't resist change, they resist being changed. Exactly. And, and so, you know, your formula is really a great uh, formula, which is dissatisfaction times vision. So you have to have, there has to be some dissatisfaction. Am I correct on that? Something.
4: Yeah, it, it, it just means that you want to do something different from what you're doing now.
2: Right. And then you need to have the vision and the goals. Yep. Um, and and I would imagine the the change agent slash leader has to have needs to have that strong vision and strong goals. Yeah. And then they also need, as you said, they have to have a plan. What are the first steps? How are we going to do that? And hopefully all that will be greater than the resistance. So I think that's a really great way of looking at it. Um, Let's hold off on the six steps uh, process because we may do that later on. But what I would like is to um, move on to that third one. Um, And let's see if we can get that in. So after you've you've talked about purpose and why, you've talked about um, change Adapting to change, and I know one of the third ones was going to be uh, taking action. action. So why don't you talk a little bit about that?
4: It's interesting that um, all of us, from time to time, are going to have a great idea, and we're going to and we'll spend a little bit of time kind of developing a plan for it. Mm-hmm. And then, for whatever reason, we just don't pull the trigger. There's a certain inaction that happens. Uh and inaction keeps a lot of talented people uh, from making any progress Um, it's nourished by our doubts and fears once again we go back to um, attitude, we go back to um, t- making a change and, and what are the components that uh, keep us from doing things and it's fear it's, it's procrastination um, but but not taking an action is the kind of thing that stifles our confidence and, and uh-huh. puts a real a damper on success I want to tell you a quick story about taking action um, going back a long time ago when I was a brand new second lieutenant in the, in the army I worked with a fellow who Um, was a a really good guy. He was a lieutenant as well. And he wasn't exactly the poster soldier like everybody else. And and sometimes he had kind of a disheveled, disheveled look about him. And he was teased a lot, but he was respected. But every time there was something to be done, every time we went to train or whatever it was, this guy was out in front. He was He was already prepared, he was already working, and I learned a lot from him. He took action, he moved uh, things forward, even if he didn't have a perfect plan he He could adjust along the way, and I saw that it became important to make uh, to take a step to do something and I find that it that this sort of thing is a huge difference maker in in clients. And and in people just in general, um, you, you've got to be the one who steps out and makes something happen. One more reference to the military. I had a guy, an old sergeant who trained us, and he said, son, if you stand there, you've got to move forward or backward, or you've got to go <laughs> to the left or the right. But if you stand there, you're going to get killed. And... It's kind of a, a dramatic uh, explanation, but the idea is take action and move forward, do something hopefully it's with a purpose, uh, but move out
2: right and it does I think we um, get paralyzed by either fear we're going to make a mistake or we are so uh, conf- oh, we're confused because we don't know what the next step would be um and so i think we just have a minute or two left before the break um you know you've worked with lots of different leaders if how do you get over the fear or the concern about failure how do you take that first step what might be right. some suggestions you would make
4: let's let's take somebody where the the fear is bound to be most prevalent and that's somebody who let's say is young or is brand new at their their business and they just not sure of where to go they don 't know what the resources are. Um, one of the things that we have to do is rely on ourselves and why we got to where we are. That goes to having the goals in place and our purpose in place. Um, if you don 't do that then yeah you're you 're likely to just kind of flap around out in the wind a little bit, so get yourself very focused on where you're going to go and how you're going to get there. That's when things start to become clarified as you go down the path. Mm -hmm. And that's why I call it a path to success because every day each of us takes a step towards something. And if we know why we're going there, it becomes a whole lot easier. I hope that makes sense to everybody.
2: Right, um, and I'm going to stop you right there because we may continue because okay. it is a t- it's time for a short break. I'm Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Ed Gideon, giving insights into decoding the path to success. You're listening to the Business Edge on Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned.
3: Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded best of staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it... People plus, And you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com.
6: Are you starting a business, growing a business, or investing in businesses? How well do you stack up to successful entrepreneurs? Do you have the right leadership and talents to build profitable, saleable companies? Find out if you're on the right success track by taking the entrepreneur edge and the emotional intelligence profiles. You'll get fast, personalized feedback with your top success factors and the top smart moves to power on and power up your business performance. Start right now. Go to smartmovescoach.com and click on Success Profiles.
5: Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the Blind Spot Coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N, at InspireNexus.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: You're tuned into the Business Edge with Marsha's Idol. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to the Business Edge.
2: Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marsha's Idol The Smart Moves Coach helping entrepreneurs and business owners create a thriving culture and leadership to build great companies that matter, those that do good and do well. My guest is Ed Gideon, talking about how to decode the path to success. And Ed has been giving us really great, looking at three of those uh, paths. And, um, And so, you know, talking a little more about that, you know, one of the thoughts that came to my mind is, as you you know, is this a checklist? Do you wake up in the morning and see what the next step is?
4: Yep, great question. Um, the answer is no. It's not a checklist. It's not one, two, three. Uh, it's not if this then that. It is uh, a path, which is I think I've used the word fluid before, and I I'll, I'll think of a new word in a minute. But right now I'm going to go back to that one. So what I encourage folks to do is. Keep the the path in front of them. Heck, I'd like for you to add to it and then email Marcia and tell her what you would add, and maybe she'll tell me. (laughs) Um, Or or if you would change one of them. I'd love to hear that because I don't believe that uh, this is the only thing to do. But since it's mine, that's what we're going to go with. Um, It's my philosophy, if you will. But uh, no, ma'am, it is not a one, two, three step.
2: Right, and so, you know, so you just, you, I think what you're also saying is that, and in, in which I truly believe, is that, you know, you have to adapt w- w- the learning here, the, the ideas to your situation. For example, um, I, I'm working with, uh, um, this just came out of the blue, I'm working with three uh, uh, people from uh, Nigeria who are over here for a training program, and I am talking to them about leadership and change management. And I start saying, you know, these are things that have worked with the people I've worked with. You're going to have to adapt it to your organization and also to the culture within your your organization and culture within your within your country. Right. So I think right. that's that that's the piece that I think you're trying to say. You know. Yes, um, okay, so I want to go back to <clears throat> when we were talking about uh, one of the paths, which was adapting to change, and um, you said that uh, you were talking about that you have a six-step process, and I'm very interested in, because I think all of us out there who are listening are going to be cha- are change agents now, or are going to be change agents, so what are the uh, six steps?
4: Great. Okay. All of us ask from time to time this this question, how do I manage the change that I want to see? <laughs> so here's what we do. Everybody get out a pad and pen because I'm going to give them to you uh, and uh, quickly. Um, we, what we can do is minimize some of the fears and the forces at work that kind of keep things from happening by a few well-timed, well-executed actions. Here's the first one. Communicate and engage. Share your vision with people. Share your goals with people. Be open to discussion and involve everyone. Communicate Uh and engage. The second one is assemble the right team. Uh One of my clients calls this getting the right people on the right bus and in Uh the right seats. Uh And so we need people with the following characteristics. One, we need somebody with charisma. Uh We need somebody with foresight. Uh-huh. We need somebody that is a good follow-through person. Uh-huh. We need planners, and uh-huh. we need researchers.
2: Wow.
4: And we begin, uh, when we began organizing to send a man to the moon, think about all of the moving parts that had to be assembled. That That's the kind of thing I'd like for you to get the visual on that. Here's the third thing, third part. Um, in every organization... There is a person who is kind of the go-to person. They are the what I call the informal influencer, and it's not the boss. Um, and you know who it is, I, I, I can't tell you who it is, but it's the one that everybody goes to to complain, to get opinions, to gossip, to get approval. It uh, You need to find out who that person is. You probably already know. I always found that if I wanted to get something done, all I had to do was let that informal influencer know about it, uh-huh. and guess what? It happened. Right. The fourth step is prioritize your changes. Look for the where the biggest benefits are, not the easiest ones to implement, the biggest benefits. The fifth huh? step is get advice. Talk to peers. Talk to a business associate. Please don't go home and talk to your neighbor or your, your spouse or significant other. They love you, but that's not where you get advice. Get advice from a mentor, coach, consultant, but get somebody to help you. And here's the last step. One thing we might consider is doing something where we actually create a culture of change in our business before we get started. Uh encourage uh, continuous input from people, from employees, Um, ask for suggestions, Uh, give feedback, and big important thing here, give credit for ideas that are implemented and reward people for contribution. I've got several things that we could discuss, again, if we have time, on how you go about doing that, but it's critical. Those are the six steps.
2: And I think, you know, if we could, you know, each of these are really important. Um, let's just uh, talk a little bit about, you know, the last step um, is one that intrigues me because uh, it's not just doing the steps. It's creating a culture within your company, within your organization to be, um, to be very uh, to continue to be adaptive to change because change is yeah. not going to stop. So, can you yeah. tell us a little more about that that step?
4: Absolutely. This this is just saying you've got to be open. You've got to do things that um, um, create uh, the uh, willingness and the inquisitiveness within the people in your organization mm-hmm. to want to participate. Uh, they may not always see things the same way you do and vice versa, but at least there is a conversation going on there. And guess what happens in those conversations? All of a sudden, ideas start being transmitted amongst and between people. And so there's now an excitement uh, about coming to work. There's now a motivation. and We start to, again, see this uh, flow over into one of our steps, commitment, which you know, I probably should make that commitment slash motivation, and we see people all of a sudden being in lockstep with your goals, with your plans, with you, understanding what your purpose is, and the organization works uh, more cohesively and mm-hmm. more like a well-oiled machine. It is—it's um, easy to see. It's difficult to define sometimes of how you create a culture for change or how you set that up. But knowing that you have to be open to listening to other people. If you're not, then I'm sorry, you're gonna have you're setting yourself up for a real struggle. Um this it's not a closed society <laughs> within your organization. You we have to be able to listen to people. It doesn't mean you have to accept everything that everybody says but if you don't accept it then and you discuss it with somebody they will tend to accept your uh your unacceptance a, a little better because they know you're listening and they know you care and that's a big thing they know you care
2: and i think you know it's it's we're, we're sort of at the end of this, getting into the end of the segment, and I, I want people to be able to, you tell them a little bit more about yourself, but um, the, the last point is so important because we get, which is as a leader, we need to listen to people and show that we care. Um, and um, uh and and i'm I'm trying to remember an um a quote from Maya angelo people won't remember what they saw or they won't remember what they heard, but they'll remember how you made them feel
4: how you made them feel it is yes you know we all I, I do a lot of uh, I try to do a lot of things where I give speeches and that sort of thing and I try to make sure that there is information in there or activity or something that will move people emotionally uh-huh. if you know maybe maybe the folks in the audience aren't going to go to the work every day and and move people emotionally uh, on purpose with their actions and activities but they will absolutely move them emotionally if you do something positive for them and likewise if you do something negative so just keep that in mind folks you're You're the one who is um, sitting sitting at the top of the heap, and you have the opportunity to make a really positive influence on people. Smile at them, talk to them, greet them, make them feel a part of your organization.
2: And on that point, which is which is such valuable information, I want to thank you so much, Ed. Um, we've been—I've never met with you, but we've been talking on the phone quite a bit. Um, and uh, you know, um, I, now um, I'm sure listeners may want to contact you. I know you uh, do a lot of keynote speaking and things like that. Um, so uh, tell them a little bit about yourself and how they can contact you.
4: My email address is ed at edgideon.com. That's G-I-D-E-O-N, and that's my website, edgideon.com. Um, I've been at this uh, for a lot of years, and um, over 40. And um, I've, I have a lot of friends who are retired, and, and I watch them sit at home and watch the grass grow. And I've resolved that I'll never do that or at least it's going to, going to be a long time. Um I I enjoy working with people and getting the to, to know folks and helping them. So the speaking and the um the training work that I do, seminar work that I do is that's part of my purpose. That's why I get up in the morning and go out and do things. Um I find that Um, Over the years, I've worked with every segment of the economy, uh, from retail to wholesale, from executive to military to whatever. And and the the problems and the solutions are very similar in each one of them. They don't vary. Almost all of us have challenges with three areas, time, team, money. And so if we focus on those, we'll find the success we seek.
2: Well, I want to thank you again so much, uh, so much, Ed. And thank you. I, I, and I know just from talking with you that what drives you, as at least one of those drivers, is helping others. And just keep yep. continued, continue doing that. It doesn't matter if for another. 10, 15 years, whatever. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, um, uh, listeners, I would like to tell you about next week's program to bring more magic to your leadership and company. And it is business. It's an ever-moving story. My guest is Francine Bell, one of the owners of Fantastic Moves. Francine knows that when your business is dealing with a customer's life change, you have to keep a cool head. She will tell us how she and her management team have built a culture that truly cares about the customer's experience. Her motto is happy employees equal satisfied customers, but really we want them to say it was fantastic not just satisfied, and I can attest to that, because I am one of her customers, she actually moved me, I want to tell you real quickly, uh, I've, I've had many movers, I've had co- uh, corporate moves, and this is the first time where, you know, usually the, the van comes, and there are the movers, the ones who do the heavy stuff, and, um, and, you know, and they were doing fine. The moving, her movers were doing fine. And then this woman comes, knocks at my door and says, hi, I'm Francie. I'm one of the owners of Fantastic Moves. I like to know how it's going. And she actually came to my home and, you know, and we talked a bit about that. And I said, oh, this is someone I have to have on the show. So tune in August 12th at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Here's a smart move tip for your week. Hunt elephants, not stomp ants. Every day, go after your high payoff priorities. Minimize the time spent on stomping ants, those tasks that give you a quicker kill and a higher body count. But don't put much meat on the table. Are you an elephant hunter or an ant stomper? Here's how to find out. Let's do a productivity audit. Contact me at Marcia M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. And now my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, then let me help you make it happen. Just contact me. Again, it's Marcia M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com, or call 972-380-9181. Thank you for listening to the Business Edge. Remember, to be successful, you must get outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. Thank you.
1: You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Idol, the Smart Moves Coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business.